From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, should there be another great ESPN West Palm Ken LaVica Live partner that I talk about? Let's talk about the lineup you're going to put together this weekend. Prize pick. Oh, let's do that. That's a great idea. And it's not just NFL. College. Baseball. I mean, I'm going to go across the board. Pick three, pick four, prize picks, the best daily fantasy. And you, by just using my initials, KLV, KLV, use that as the promo code. They're going to double your deposit up to $100 when you sign up at prize picks. Come play with me, won't you? The pick three, the pick four. And basically, here's what you're doing. You have a bunch of tiles, okay, based on the position, based on the sport. More than or less than? More than or less than? More than this amount of runs allowed. Less than this amount of runs allowed. More than these uh, specific passing numbers. Less than these passing numbers. Pick three, put in $20 to win 100 Pick four. Put in $20, you can win 200 They want you to win. Want to know how I know? I've won consistently with prize picks. They give you so many opportunities to win. It's super fun. And for someone like me that I can't pay attention to an entire season fantasy league, I'm not like Theo who's uh, making trades and uh, sending to the waiver wire. I've got adult ADHD, self-diagnosed. I can't do that. I end up losing money. It's wasting my time, wasting my bank account. Prize picks, that's what's for me. Come on, jump on in. It's super fun. I love it. I love it, and I'm not someone that has sworn by, oh, Daily Fantasy, get on the app. Uh-uh. Price Picks has changed my entire outlook on this. Use the promo code KLV. Or go to prizepicks.com slash KLV. They are going to double your deposit up to $100 when you sign up. KLV. That's the promo code with Prize Picks. Download the app and get to playing on Price Picks. Uh, Theo, we mentioned the 55-foot first pitch, or thereabouts, from uh, from from Stephen A. Smith embarrassing himself 36 hours after he trashed the sport of baseball on his Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Well, uh, he has an excuse. He has an excuse. Uh, his sister called first take this morning, right, Stone? This is his sister. That's correct, Carmen. Uh, uh, and and it sounds like the excuse from Stephen A. Smith is a gastric one. Let's hear it. Oh my God, Steve. See, I told you better than that. I am so, oh my God, I had to, I had to look at it over again and say, did he just do that? And then hearing that you had a hot dog, when I, I sent you food, you had a hot dog, I think that throw, you had to pass gas or something. You lifted your leg up, you had bubble guts. (laughs) You had bubble guts, I know you did. But guess what, Steve? I love you. I love you, and you try, but Jesus. Uh, so she is, um, she is trying to claim that Stephen A. Smith, after a bad glizzy, uh, he had gastric, he had uh, glizzy gastric issues, as one does, and he had bubble guts at the time he was throwing his first pitch. Mm. Theo, how much credence do you give to something like that? <sighs> I none. None. 
I mean, the dude, the, the dude, obviously, the lights got a little too bright. He also tweeted out a video of him practicing as if we care that he made some good throws while practicing. Like, yeah. it matters when the moment is hottest. That's He's right. a guy that sits up there on the air all the time and talks crap about guys when they come up short, when the moment is big and bright right. and everybody's watching. The yeah. dude stunk it up on the That's mound, right. and he should That's be right. ashamed of it. I agree. Uh, it, it, well if all, all that matters is what happens when you you get out there on the lights of the brightest, right, yeah. Stone? Uh, 100%. We all know that. What do yeah. they say about when you're playing hurt? If you're playing, you're healthy, right? I love that. If you're playing, you're healthy. You put yourself out there on the mound. If he had bubble guts too bad, he should have set his tail in the dugout and waited till he handled that up. Now, you know what you do is you tighten up that sphincter. Uh, you get mentally tough. Mm. You walk out there. You throw the pitch. And then you deal with it after. But I have no sympathy for him if he did have bubble guts. That's nonsense. Get it done. Just get the job done. Uh, do we uh, do we have a, a clock, Stone? Do we have a clock? Always. Okay. Uh, because I want to check in on Dame time here. Let's go ahead and uh, check in on uh, see if it's uh, Dame time here. And uh, not not yet. Not yet Dame time. Theo, I need this to end. I, I'm tired of the talk. I'm tired of the speculation. I'm talking to the national media, rooting against Damian Lillard to the heat. Seems like this is on the precipice of happening. Barry Jackson, Miami Herald, says that Heat, Suns, Blazers have really started talking, really getting after it. There's a lot of smoke now that this is going to get done. Not yet Dame time. But my anxiety is high. I need to see that Shams or that Woj tweet. The Miami Heat have acquired Portland Trailblazers all-star Damian Lillard. Is Here's my question. Is there anything, like once that tweet does pop and we know that Damian Lillard is going to be headed to go play basketball 41 times a year at Costello mm. Center, mm. is there anything that you hope doesn't get sent out of Miami in that deal. Is there anything that can sour that notification? If you see a certain name, you see a certain amount of picks, um, you know, obviously outside of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, is there anything that you would be a little like, ah, I don't know about that? On No. I Would I be disappointed if I saw Hakez, uh or Jovic or Tyler Hero? Yeah, but I've also come to the realization at least one of the three is going to be gone. Maybe all of them, but the fact of the matter is disappointed and uh, I'm not sure about this are two different things. There is not one thing that could happen or any collection of players that would exit where I would question getting Damian Lillard to put him together with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Not one thing would cause me to pause and have any regrets. I do hope that Caleb Martin stays home. I do hope that one of uh, Jovic or or Hakez are, are able to stay home because I would love to have that rook, that young kind of prospect that's able to blossom alongside these vets. But um, but yeah, you're right. I think at any point, as long as Lillard is uh flying southeast here, I, I don't I don't really care what has to go out. Does anybody else have any anxiety over this? Like, am I the only one who had trouble sleeping last night? Consistently wake up to check my phone to see if uh, it had gone through because it was around eight o'clock last night that everything started popping off and there was a lot of discussion. Those social media streets were hot with discussion of Blazers really picking up because they're trying to get this done before October 2nd, the start of camp. They don't want that distraction, that Dame Lillard distraction in camp, so now they actually have engaged the Heat. And it seems like the Suns, and by the way, if the Suns help get this done for the Heat, you know why? Heat culture, James Jones, what up? 
Thank you. Appreciate that. GM of the Phoenix Suns, Heat Culture, he knows all about it. Um, but it, did anybody? is anybody else anxiety ridden over this? Because I have that, like, stomach churn over, can we please, please get this done so nothing gets messed up? Anyone? I, I, I don't. I slept fine. It didn't really bother me. I slept fine because I knew you took the blunt of it. When I'm reading these texts and you were blowing us up last night, when I'm reading yeah. these, I'm like, you know what, Ken got it. I'll, I'll go to sleep. Did he take the blunt of it or the brunt? Because that's either one is, looks looks like a good sign. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I took the brunt of it, which is why I need to take the blunt of it. <laughs> like, whoa. That's the, that's the coping mechanism. Yeah. Yes. They, both, they both help you sleep better. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Uh, what is the the last time then then since you're not anxiety ridden it doesn't appear that Theo's anxiety ridden I'm the one that's just constantly uptight and neurotic. When's the last time something sports related the lead up to it had you guys peak anxiety? Because I'm in it right now, and the only time I felt this before, like the finals, I had normal anxiety. Game seven going into the Eastern Conference Finals, I was just sort of like whatever. Like, I had resigned myself to historic fate, and then the best possible outcome happened. It was probably going into that Elite Eight game for FAU against Kansas State at Madison Square Garden, mm. where I was nervous, I, I don't feel good. But I'm there right now with Dame. I can't explain it. Like, let's just it's, – it's months in the making. Let's just get this done already. When's the last time you guys felt something like that? For me specifically, it is going back to the Miami Heat, and it's going back to the day in between Game 6 and Game 7 of that Eastern Conference Finals. So you still believed. I was just resigned to the fate at that point. No, I still believed wholeheartedly, and I'll never forget. I mean, part of of the problem was um, that was actually my birthday, the day in between the 27th and the 29th, which is uh, the 28th of May. And I was just, it was hard for me to enjoy everything kind of leading up to what was happening. I was getting texts on my phone. Uh, everybody was praising Derek White. Um, and remember, this Ugh, is like. God, I don't want to relive that. I'm also, remember this though, Ken. I'm in Houston at the time of the Eastern Conference Finals of Game 6. So I watched that Derek White putback. Just a month following me watching what happened to FAU in the Final Four in Houston. I like, don't want to relive that. My last two trips to my hometown were, were, were heartbreaking, backbreaking, and I just remember my whole birthday. I was just anxious. I wanted the ball to get tipped off, and thankfully, once that ball did get tipped off for Game 7, uh, I was very relieved because the Heat took care of business. But, no, I, I, was, um, I, was, a, I was a wreck. I was a wreck that day. When is the last time – the lead-up to something sports-related had you at peak anxiety. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. When is the last time something sports-related, the lead-up to it, had you at peak anxiety? Because Game 7 of the finals or Eastern Conference Finals, I felt nothing. Uh, so I'm you had given I, up at that point. I, I, I not given how, up. house money. It was house money, right? Because uh, I, I was fully prepared to just eat uh, a, a, a big old L of hey, this happened, it sucks, and we'll just focus on what was an improbable run. And then the most hilarious thing that could have happened ended up happening, blowing out the Celtics in Game Seven up in Boston. Uh, I'm I'm peaking right now, anxiety wise. Uh, <laughs> I'm prairie dogging that anxiety right now. Uh, going uh, going into can the Heat finally land Dame? Last time was probably Kansas State FAU that lead up Elite Eight at Madison Square Garden. Stone's one of the most even keel people I know. 
from a sports standpoint. And he doesn't have a team allegiance. He just has all player allegiances. So I don't even know when the last time he would have over-the-top anxiety leading up into something sports-wise. Let me take you guys to dusk of this year, September 11th. <laughs> okay. Around 6.30 p.m. Uh-huh. Here it is. I get a chance to see my boy Aaron Rodgers play some football. It's go oh, time. Oh, man. We've made it. Monday night football. Prime time. Let's go. Monday night in East Rutherford, New Jersey. <clears throat> Anxiety lasted all of uh, three plays for me. Four. 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 Don't f- sell yourself short. Anxiety lasted all but four <laughs> plays for me. And then the rest of the game, I was just in this blank space. Took all of the blunt force mm. in, in, in this one. And <laughs> I think that would be the night. I think, honestly, in all of my sports fandom, in my sports life, just following it all, watching it all, this was probably the most anxiety-ridden I've ever been. Because if you do lose to the Bills by 21, right, you're never going to live it down. If you go out and tear your Achilles, you're never, ever going to live this down. You might not even play football again. So all things considered, Aaron Rodgers going down against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night of this year, September 11th, it's definitely taking the cake. Yeah, there was a a letdown after you were up. Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. It's all am, good. I'm sorry for your loss. On to bigger and better in Tampa Bay. Uh, okay. Uh, when's the last time you experienced abnormal over-the-top anxiety prior to something sports-related? Uh, sorry to dismiss you on that, but that was patently ridiculous, Don. Uh, let's see. James messages in. 2013 National Ch- – oh, by the way, is it Dame time? Dame time? No, not yet. Five recent sports, though, is reporting that the Heat are seeking to get a deal done for Damian Lillard without including Tyler Hero. How about that? After all that discussion, what if Tyler Hero remains on the Heat roster? I mean, I think he very well could. I think they didn't show him the love. They didn't reciprocate the fact that he'd be something to the team. Like, if it wasn't then, it's not going to be now. Thea, would you rather keep Tyler Hero? Would you rather keep Tyler Hero or keep Jovic and Hakez? If I had the choice between, okay, I would definitely rather keep Jovic and, and Hakez. Only because. Really? Yeah, only because I like, number one, the fact that they're kind of like Tyler Hero, you, that's a big number that you have to pay him for the next three, four years. His skills become redundant with what you already have when you're bringing in Damian Lillard. And Hakez and Jovic can play more of those roles, more of those young guys off the bench, or maybe insert into the starting lineup and not kind of get in the way of it. I think that if you're bringing in Lillard, you need Tyler Hero a little bit less. I can get behind that. Just, you know, no knock to Hero. I think he's still a really good player. He's going to be like an all-star maybe one day. But I think sure. I would rather go with those guys. Hakez, I'm, I'm excited about Jaime Hakez. Like, I want to see what he looks like on a contender. Like, I think he could play a role similar to uh, Christian Braun or Brown, Brown, right? Christian Brown for the Nuggets? Mm-hmm. I think it's Brown. It, it looks, like Braun. looks like Brown, but they say it's Brown. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think he could be like that type of guy, energy guy, four-year Hopefully less player. annoying. Way less annoying, hopefully. Just a, a gritty dude who models his game after Jimmy Butler. I just love to see what he's able to do under Eric Spolstra versus we kind of know what Tyler Hero is. 
Uh, back to uh, anxiety. When's the last time you experienced abnormal over-the-top anxiety prior to something sports-related? James, 2013 National Championship between Florida State and Auburn. It was incredible to win the Natty that year after all those down Bobby Bowden years at the end of his career. It was almost like winning one again for him. I was shaking. That is James on the last time he had an over-the-top anxiety experience. You know what, um... Uh, you know what, what, what definitely cures anxiety? It's passion. It's lust. It is the opportunity to turn the lights down and get close to the one that you love. Fulfilling fantasies. Go ahead and uh, we can get rid of Dame time, by the way. Fulfilling fantasies. That, that is one way to relieve anxiety. Oh, yeah. And the man who knows how to do it best here on Ken Levick Alive is Theo Dorsey. I can't wait to pound those guys. All of your fantasies covered and addressed. He fulfills your football fantasies when we come back. Take notes, people, and prepare accordingly. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Anajar in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Did Theo make it back in yet? Come on, man. Okay. I'm the most efficient dude on the face of this planet. I get it done. Theo was, uh, you were getting food? <sighs> Hold on, I'm catching my breath. Uh, yeah, I went grab some barbecue. It's a dude with a barbecue pit out there. I got me a ribbon nice. chicken type deal. Uh, that's Baked it. Beans, mac and cheese. That's in downtown West Palm. Yeah. I am in Boca Raton at FAU Stadium. I'm about to travel for FAU at Illinois tomorrow. Uh, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Before Theo Dorsey fulfills your football fantasies, we'll let him continue to catch his breath because God knows you're going to be out of breath by the mm. time he's mm. done. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. This is a, a special day. This is a special, special day because it was on this day in 2007, and if you do the math, that is 16 years ago. On this day, 16 years ago, it was a big moment in the history of college football. Why? Why? Well, that was the day that Mike Gundy gave his famous I'm a man, I'm 40 speech. Uh, Now, the context of this, do you know the context of this, Theo? I remember it was some quarterback getting criticized. Uh, Bobby Reed had been benched by Oklahoma State after an ugly loss to Troy. Uh, He was benched in favor of Zach Robinson. Jenny Carlson of the Oklahoman, he uh, or she, I should say, wrote about Bobby Reed and his struggles at quarterback, and Mike Gundy did not like the story because Bobby Reed's mother 
went to Mike Gundy with complaints about the story and said, oh, there are some liberties being taken here. So Mike Gundy, instead of addressing it one-on-one with Jenny Carlson of the Oklahoman, he instead did this. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother of children. Of children. <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm talking Not about of plants, article. but of children. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. It's fiction. Here's all that kid did. He goes to class. He's respectful to the media. He's respectful to the public. And he's a good kid. And he's not a professional athlete. And he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not, a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. And that's all I got to say. That is Mike Gundy. Do we have it to the very end, Stone? Because there's a, uh, a back end of that. Yeah, we do. Uh, let's hear that, that, that back end. Why don't we just cue it up at I'm a man, I'm 40, and all the way to the back end of it because there's something Theo pointed out that I was not aware actually existed at the tail end of that famous clip. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. And that's all I got to say. It makes me want to puke. Oh, <laughs> uh, applause. He got applause. Who the hell is clapping for him? Like, what is that? A pep rally? It's the other, it's the other parents and mothers of children uh, in the they? crowd. Oh, my God. Uh, that's one of the sorriest moments in college football history when you have conceivably other media members. Uh, hey, <laughs> great performance, coach. Oh, oh my! I love too the first part at the beginning where he's like, uh, "I think you should read this," and then he's like, "That's why I don't read the newspaper." <laughs> like this guy, man. Hey, this guy. It's just the greatest part about it too was he legit had the uh, Oklahoma in his hand for people that can't. Oh see yeah, it, he had obviously. the prop. He, he had, had a prop it. and everything. Let's just hear it one more time. <laughs> Let's just hear it one more time before we get to football fantasies. If anybody hasn't read this article, I don't read it. I don't read it. This was brought to me. By a mother of children. I think this is worth reading. It's worth reading. Let me tell you why I'm talking about this article. You shouldn't read it, but it's worth reading. It's fiction. And a mother of children as opposed to dogs. Here's all that kid did. Pets. He goes to class. Birds. He's respectful to the media. Uh Uh-huh. He's respectful to the public. Yeah. (laughs) And he's a good kid. Yeah, that's right. And he's not a professional athlete. Nope. And he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Except you should because read this. Because it's worth garbage. Reading. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Garbage. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a kid. Uh, write something about me or our coaches. Uh, and that's all I got to say. It makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> like who starts clapping for uh, that? Like, what is that? His audience was literally the people he was criticizing, and they uh, gave him a round of applause out of, like, nervous energy. Because yeah, that, I guess- that, that has to be what it is, right? Like, they were all nervous. Like, oh, my God, is he going to come back in and mow us down? <laughs> They're like, Coach, we would never do that. Yeah, we would never do that to you, Coach. Love you. Wow. Oh, man. 16 years ago today, college football history right there.
hey, I want everybody to take a seat because your, your heart rate's about to go up. Mm. You're about to experience some things that are going to titillate the senses. We're talking about big, bulky men performing at a high level just for you. And the man who's going to guide you through the throes of football passion is a man who knows a thing or two about big men doing big things. Oh, yeah. It's time for Theo Dorsey to fulfill your football fantasies here on Ken LaVica Live. Is it my go? No. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Um, heading into week three of fantasy football, I know your team is, is looking good, but if you want it to perform a little bit better, you want that performative edge, take a lean into oh, your radio. Yeah. Do you got a hole at tight end? Let me help you heal it. That's Taysom Hill, New Orleans Saints. I know what you're thinking, Theo. Theo, I've got Kyle Pitts. Theo, I've got Dalton Kincaid. Are any of these guys going to be the head honcho in the red zone? No. Taysom Hill with Alvin Kamara still suspended. With guys like Jamal Williams out with a hamstring. Taysom Hill, that big, bulky dude, so fast, so tantalizing. Every defensive coordinator's nightmare. Taysom Hill, I can guarantee you, gets a touchdown against the Green Bay Packers. Hill, your tight end hole with Taysom Hill <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. I like it. You're going to drop. Oh, yeah. There we go. Big things come in small packages. <laughs> Can't Every stop th- laughing. He's performing. <laughs> come on, man. I'm sorry. Come on, I'm serious right now. I'm sorry. That's what I do when I'm... I'm worked up. Yeah. Yeah, lean in. Listen in. Aroused. Aroused. Yeah. <laughs> they say big things come in small packages, and everything's bigger in Texas, except Houston's rookie, Tank Dale. Five foot eight, 160 pounds soaking wet, but he's going to make you soaking wet <laughs> when he gets in the end zone this weekend. Seven catches, 72 yards, and a touchdown last week. He means water. Fire up, Tank Dale. Fire them up. And don't get me wrong, size matters. But they call him Tank for a reason. He gets a touchdown this weekend as well. Don't be afraid to trade for him. Don't be afraid to pick him up off the waiver wire. Don't be afraid to start him. Because Tank Dale is going to let you know that size matters in all the right ways this weekend. Go and get your man. That's it. That's all I got for you this weekend. And, of course, Theo meant wet with sweat over excitement yes. after jumping up and down because your fantasy team performed real well. You're going to sweat a lot. Yes, you're yeah. going to get real hot. Perspiration. Yeah. Perspiration. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what else would I mean? That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That is another award-winning edition of Theo Dorsey fulfills your football fantasies. Oh, yeah. uh, Stone, Theo, uh, should uh, should we break? Are we due for a break? I think we're due for a I break. I think we need a break. Maybe All you're right. not wearing your watch today. Yeah, I know. I know. I trust. I, I, you know what it is? I'm uh, I'm overwhelmed. Uh, I'm tingly. All hot and bothered. Yeah, my nether regions are sensitive. That's why I'm not paying attention. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go get on a bus, try and calm down, need a cold shower. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He has the keys the rest of the way with Stone. I'm out on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live 
on ESPN 106.3. We started the show today talking about the most complete teams in football. There was a consensus around guys like the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles came up. My Kansas City Chiefs came up. And, of course, the Dallas Cowboys, one of the hottest teams in the league right now, outscoring opponents 70-10, to 10, were one of the takes for most complete team in the NFL. They became a little less complete this week. All-pro cornerback Trayvon Diggs tearing his ACL in a Thursday practice um, out for the season. Um, Stone, I, I know you've, you've been watching some of the Cowboys. You've been watching Diggs. He's a gambler, but he's a turnover forcer, one of the best players on that defense, which is the best defense in the league right now. Number seven has the ability to change the football game. He, not only is he a difference maker, he's a guy when he's effective and when he's playing his game, the Cowboys can win because of him. Because of him. Like, literally, like, pick sixes. He's punching balls out. He's doing a peanut punch he's like Charles He's taking Tillman. the best player off the field. Yeah. He is. He's an elite defender, and, he, and the Cowboys are going to miss him this year. And, um, well, sometimes you try to throw jokes out there. Sometimes you try to go viral. You try to be funny, and it just doesn't land. And it's even worse when – People leave you out there on that island by yourself. And we got a taste of that on first take this morning. Now, um, Bart Scott is one of the faces you see and voices you hear all throughout ESPN radio as well as on on, uh, ESPN's platforms and shows. He was on first take with Stephen A. Smith this morning. And just take a listen to this joke he makes about Diggs being out for the season and the immediate reaction of both Ryan Clark and Stephen A. Just leaving him out there to dry. Um, as his joke hang flat. This is a major, major blow for Dallas. And like Stephen A. always says, just wait. Something bad always happens. No, don't start that. Don't start Let that. Let me tell you. Don't no, 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 no. First of all, I, I, I wouldn't do that right now in all seriousness, RC. Yeah. This is a season-ending injury, so I'm certainly yeah. not going to joke about that with Trayvon Diggs, my brother. Respect. I got a lot oh. of... This oh, is- man. Oh, my God. The look on Bart Scott's face when he realized he was he was it was over with, like Oh, his thing is in his stomach. Oh, oh my. my goodness. The face. I know we're over the air, we're on radio right yeah. now, but the face of Bart Scott when he realized that, oh no, that one didn't hit. And you know, his face probably um, you know, that had to have him terrified knowing that that was on national television, his face being seen by all the viewers around the world. One person that also saw that face and then quote tweeted this clip. And I'm sure when Bart Scott sees this, he's not going to be too pleased as well. He's going to be a little nervous, is one Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys. Can we hear it one more time? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it again. Bart Scott trying to land a joke about Trayvon Diggs, well-respected, one of the best corners in the game, being out for the season. And he tries to give Stephen A. an alley-oop to dunk on the Cowboys, taking his chance. This is a major, major blow for Dallas. And like Stephen A. always says, just wait. Something bad always happens. No, don't start that. Don't start Let that. Let me tell you. Don't no, 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 no. First of all, I, I, I wouldn't do that right now in all seriousness, RC. Yeah. This is a season-ending injury, so I'm certainly yeah. not going to joke about that with Trayvon Diggs, my brother. Respect. I got a lot uh, of... It's, uh, I mean, do you feel any? Do you feel bad at all for Bart Scott? I mean, because he takes a lot of risk on TV. He lands a lot of jokes. He's one of those guys. He's a, he's a, he's a prankster, jokester. Kind of, but this one was just a little... You're a prankster, jokester. This is on you. Yeah. Oftentimes, he falls flat on his face. Yeah. I, I do not feel bad whatsoever. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> That's well, his best part, bud. Well, he can wait for, he can wait for this. I'm sure he, uh, he, he can't wait to mend fences with uh, Micah Parsons, who quote tweeted that, um, what is this, pretty recently, about... 30 minutes ago, Micah Parsons um, with the uh, the WTF 
And then there's a lot of explicitives uh, laden throughout this tweet, but he says, old, hating, old head, lame. This is why I don't like talking to you dudes in the media. As a former player, you are lame as heck, bro. Just facts joking about my man trying to feed his family and building a legacy. ESPN got to stop letting cornballs on TV. Micah Parsons with Bart Scott in the crosshairs. Uh, it's, I, feel, I do feel a little bad for him. No. I do feel a little bad no. for him. He thought he was going to have some support there. You've been out the game, Bart. Yeah. Yeah, and Bart Scott falling flat on his face, just like the Bears are going to do this weekend. Stone, how many points do my Chiefs beat the Bears by, the dysfunctional Bears by this weekend? I don't know, man. They're really public. I'd fade the public. I'm going Bears cover that 12 and a half. I'm going Chiefs beat them by 25. That's Stone Lebanowitz, Ken and I, and Stone back on Monday. Have a great weekend, and don't forget my fantasy picks.